This is your safe haven for strong opinions and escape from respectability. I'm your host, Goody, a woman with a unique perspective labeled as too odd, too strong, too much. My gospel is freedom of expression. And because there can be no freedom without truth, my approach is truth through transparency. Welcome to Goody's Gospel. Let's get free. Hey y'all, it's Goody. Uh, Last week we went through a rundown of what you could expect when you were not expecting because I am sure you were not expecting me. I wasn't even expecting me. And here we are. How have I been? I have been going through the motions. I've been getting through. In a normal world, that would sound meh. However, after the 2020 we went through, just getting through is enough for me. Now let's get to it. Hey, the good news. Check it out. Current events. Tyrone Cooper has been arrested. Who is Tyrone Cooper? On January 18th, an unidentified woman entered a liquor store on 128th Street in Harlem. I imagine her goal was to go home after a long day of work, relax with a glass of wine, and spend time with her family. On this day, she was approached by a young man who offered to pay for her wine. She politely declined and made her purchase. Upon exiting the store, She was accused of thinking she was better than the young man, followed, assaulted, aggressively bitten, and robbed by the young man and his friends. That young man is Tyrone Cooper. Tyrone Cooper also, on this day, was with his ex-girlfriend. The ex-girlfriend had been with him for a month, but she had already been subjected to his violent, rage-filled disposition. On this particular day, she tried to stop him from assaulting the 31-year-old woman, and he punched her. Then he grabbed her and told her they had to get out of there. Later on, either weeks or days, he hit his ex-girlfriend so hard he broke her jaw. And that is what led him to being arrested. The good news is Tyrone Cooper is off the street. The bad news are his friends are still at large. The bad news is there are many Tyrone Coopers that have yet to be identified, which makes the streets unsafe for women just walking, minding their business. I want to end this part on a positive note, though. Men have been asking us for the past couple of months, why is it that you say you feel unsafe? Tyrone Cooper serves as an embodiment of the reason why we are not safe in these streets. So, the good news here, now that you know better, help us do better. It is absolutely vital that the truth comes out. Trying to keep it true. The truth is. This weekend, like many who are snowed in and unable to attend boozy brunches as a result of the pandemic, I decided I would Netflix and chill with myself. The movie I selected was Malcolm and Marie, which Netflix describes as another romantic movie with smoldering tensions and painful revelations which pushes a couple towards a romantic reckoning. This sounded innocent enough and I had been hearing about it coming for so long, I was looking forward to it. What I was not 
not looking forward to, however, was how heavy the content actually was. From the first scene, I noticed the tension. Marie was visibly upset and restraining that anger. Meanwhile, Malcolm was in a world of bliss, dancing, laughing, living, loving on himself. It becomes clear to me that there's a problem in the relationship that Marie is aware of and Malcolm is clueless as it relates to. As the scene progresses, we see the mundane task of making macaroni and cheese. Let's take a step back. Black people eating macaroni and cheese ain't hardly eating that craft from the box mixed on the top of the stove with powder shit. That was my first offense. Like, what the fuck are they eating? And why why are they making this seem like it's true mac and cheese? Uh, we all know that the blacks eat the baked mac and cheese, but I guess an educated black family or black unit is so far removed from the roots and culture of a baked mac and cheese that we're gonna go with it. So we go with it. And what unfurls before our eyes is what plays out in so many relationships across the board. Definitely in relationships I have been in. This became uncomfortable for me from inception. I knew that Marie did not feel seen. I knew that Marie did not feel respected. I knew that Marie did not know how to deal with that and I related 100%. I always challenge myself to see the other side of the coin though and what I could see from Malcolm's perspective was he had a big night and he did not want to argue. He just wanted to celebrate. He wanted to know what was wrong. He asked and he was stonewalled because women we tend to stonewall people who ask us what's wrong when we're not ready to have the discussion after being stonewalled he went back into his selfish little world and continued playing music to show her what he was feeling but it never feels like they get on the same page as a matter of fact they don't get on the same page this is a roller coaster of emotions from beginning to end and somewhere three quarters of the way in we realize that these people are not even married. This is a boyfriend and a girlfriend situation. This is intense. This is emotional. She seems to have given so much of herself to this relationship. He seems to not have given her much because we find out things about him and interactions he's had sexual, uh, emotional in the past that she had no idea of. Um, this got uncomfortable for me real fast. What started out as entertainment got truthful, transparent, and real quickly for me. I have been in relationships where I sensed something was wrong and didn't know how to vocalize it. That caused me to be uh, quiet and reflective while my mate probed to figure out what was wrong. That caused me to say things that I had given thought to, but because he did not know what I was thinking about, he didn't know how to respond and his response was abrasive. I have had to listen to hurtful things being said about me because I had vulnerably shared parts of myself. As a matter of fact, many women share themselves with their mates, maybe too much too soon, only to have what was shared thrown back in our faces. That was uncomfortable to watch, it was uncomfortable to feel, uncomfortable to sit, but I sat in it. Finding out that these two weren't married made me feel silly because I'm looking at it thinking, oh, they doing too much for a boyfriend-girlfriend situation. Now that's not to say that in relationships, we shouldn't have these discussions, these communications that lead to better understanding. But when you are in a relationship that is not a marriage, there is no real reason to understand anything past your own point. That reason comes with the commitment. And it seems to me that they had 
given far too much of themselves. Marie specifically. And I, I, I guess I only can relate from the perspective of a woman because I am a woman. She'd given her whole story to this man. And this man took that story and he ran with it. And he benefited from it. And he forgot to thank her for the contribution. Whose fault is it? It's her fault for the share, but it's his fault for the insensitivity. The truth is, I am Marie, or I have been. The truth is that a big challenge for myself is making sure that I don't become Marie for a man who is not my husband. The truth is, this was very uncomfortable for me to watch, and that level of discomfort made the watch necessary for me. Overall, there were many flaws with the movie. However, the acting is not going to go in as a flaw. Zendaya and John Washington, excellent. The imagery, the black and white, the scenes, the shots, beautiful. If I had to give this movie a thumbs up or a thumbs down, my thumbs would be to the side. I'm always one for content that makes me feel uncomfortable. I will watch it until I am comfortable. Yes, I will watch this again. Yes, it was painful, but I'm thankful for the opportunity, thankful for the experience. That's what my truth is. Ladies, share your truth with me. What is that? Fellas, tell me what your truth is as it relates to this movie. I look forward to hearing from y'all. Promise I do, because after this, I am really reflecting on my communication styles when in relationship. Did I tell y'all I started a new relationship? This will be fun. WWGD. I can't explain. What would Goody do? Hey now, our first official installment of What Would Goody Do comes from a random post I found online, which is going to be the way it is until my listeners figure out how to ask me questions and get my advice. I promise you it's sage advice. Without further ado, here we go. My boyfriend is married, but wants me to come watch the game with his family, wife included. What would you do? Let's chat. Let's call the person asking the question Danielle because she posted it and she left her name in. Danielle, what would I do if I were you? If I were you, I would go to watch the game because this would be your first row seat at seeing how he plans to treat you once his wife is out of the equation. So many things lead us to dealing with married men, not knowing they're married, knowing they're married, but thinking that that's not our problem. There are a host of reasons why we end up in the position. This prompts us to have to ask ourselves questions like, who am I and why am I doing this? I think if you attend this Super Bowl party, disrespect this man and his wife, you deserve what you get. You deserve to see how he treats women. You deserve to see how he treats women he takes vows with. And you would also deserve her finding out you were there and kicking your ass. So if I were you, I would go. But if you were me, you wouldn't even be in the situation. That's how Goody does it. That's what Goody would do. There we have it. Into the bag. The Goody Bag. 
you're probably wondering what goodie has in her goodie bag. And this is going to be a little shocking for you, but we are fast approaching Valentine's Day and I figure what the heck. My first goodie bag entrepreneur will be the Levad Shop. This is a Florida-based shop on Etsy described as a grown-up space for grown-up people. Don't be scared to browse. What am I eyeing in the goodie shop? Don't laugh, but there is a deluxe fantasy door swing that I've had my eye on. Cost about 48 bucks. Um, 300 pounds, you should be good. This allows you to hang from your bedroom door and get into all kinds of shenanigans. Will I get it? I don't know. I'd like it to be gifted. Hint, hint, that's what's in my goodie bag. You can find the Levad shop on Etsy. That's www.etsy.com. And the Levad shop is spelled L-E-V-A-D-G-E-S-H-O-P. Have fun, y'all. There you have it. Another successful episode of Goodies Gospel. I'll be going for a bit, but I'll be back next week. Bye. Thank you for joining me for Goodies Gospel. Please stay connected to me on and off the show. I can be found on IG at Goodies Gospel Pod, on Facebook and Twitter at Goodies Gospel. You can shoot me an email to goody at goodiesgospel.com. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe to the show. Thanks for listening. Chat with you soon. Bye. Bye.